With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let us tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? It's really cool. And it's so easy. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Face it, your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. My own mom, when I gave her my life in a book.com, let me tell you something. They ask great questions. Like, what was your favorite childhood game? And when she told me, I was concerned, okay? I was concerned <laughs> for my past mama, future mama. They played rough. <laughs> so check out mylifeinabook.com and use code FRANGELA at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code FRANGELA for 10% off today. MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to. I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week. Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you know what? You know fine entertainment. And let me tell you, we got some good, oh. brand new, fresh oh. idiots. And let's be clear about something. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you should be one. You should start right now because when I tell you the plethora of micro idiots that we have Ooh, to do. baby. I'm telling you. You get three micro idiots a week if you become a Patreon. And let me tell you, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. Okay. And you know what else is hilarious? If you go and buy Cameo, and put in French, like you can get a specialized video. It doesn't just have to be happy birthday or ha- happy no. anniversary. Although that's wonderful. We could tell you anything. If you got a question for us. Yeah, recently we had somebody write us for a couple, just a couple questions. Mm-hmm. It was really fun to get to t- answer and talk about. You can, you know, do you. Do you. Whatever you think that you would want a cameo from us, just go ahead. Dial us up. We're right there. And guess what? Guess what? We have a show coming up in San Francisco, January 20th. Go to sexyliberal.com and you could be a part of live the Sexy Liberal Indictment Tour. Woo, baby. That's right. If you're anywhere near there or you can get yourself there, do it. Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. And always join us for Fridays with Friends along the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show. Yep, it's starting back up. Mm-hmm. By the time you hear this, it will be back up. So, yay. Mm-hmm. We have a, a really steaming, fresh pile of stupid. Yes, yes, yes. Why don't you start us off? 
Pashel, today's uh, idiot is sent to us by, I think, probably a number of people. We will we will thank you in other in other uh, venues. But first person to send this was Travis Bone of the formerly of the Stephanie Miller Show, um, and uh, and always of our hearts. Yes, uh, unaccompanied six year old child put on wrong Spirit Airlines flight. Let me let me fix the headline real quick. <laughs> Alone, abandoned, abused six-year-old put on the wrong airline spirit. To me, if you're a parent and you take your child anywhere near Spirit Airlines, you are trusting the quote-unquote spirit to get your child from here to there. Okay. That is not parenting. It is, is not, not parenting. parenting. It's not That is parenting. abandonment. It really is. Not only is it abandonment, it's exposure. What's the other like oh, shit? It's actually it's trafficking. It's trafficking. trafficking. Thank you. Child trafficking. Thank you. <laughs> shit. Shit. No shit go right on spirit. And you're dumb. You paid them. You, who? I would never. I would never. Never, ever, ever. Are you kidding me? I seriously it would make more sense to go to ups and try to ups that child <laughs> i would think you were a better parent if you tried to put a fedex label on your child and put it in a drop box even that is a, a much safer thing to do that spirit when as soon as i heard spirit i was like okay first of all the fact that you got this anybody got this child back is th- they did as best they could do <laughs> that's as best as spirit could do if they brought something whole back to you in a skin suit you should be dancing a jig of joy grateful (laughs) that your your fucking around with the gods (laughs) turned out okay okay that's what you need to be grateful about oh shit I mean so this is what happened an unaccompanied six year old child flying I can't even say it a spirit airlines to visit his grandmama in Fort Myers Florida was put on a flight to Orlando which is not Fort Myers they said good enough <laughs> it's in the state it's in the it's a couple hours away you know what this is what you do you stick your thumb out and you say I'm going this away that's how my people would have treated me and I can't with spirit because what they try to float is that the child was quote incorrectly boarded (laughs) y'all y'all you put the child on the wrong plane you don't have to try to gussy it up Mm -mm. bigger words do not make the problem sound any better and this is how did that happen exactly right who can't read in your chain that's right, because it's not the six-year-old's responsibility. It's not the no, it can't be. And what I do know, what I do know is that six-year-old didn't walk up in to nope. the airport without nope. an adult and got through security. Okay? Somebody was responsible for that child. I'm just saying 
So the grandmama, they drove because they quite correctly, see, this is where they'd really be in trouble with me, Francis, had they put the child back on another plane mm. to fix the problem? Because grandmama did the right thing. Grandmama drove. Right. She drove 160 miles from Fort Myers. To go get that baby. To go get the child. Because you can't, you can't trust spirit. And then spirit had the audacity, the temerity, the unmitigated gall to say that they weren't sure how the mistake occurred. No, 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 no. Let me tell you about the vocabulary mistake here. It's not a mistake. It's a fuck up of epic proportions. A mistake is, oh, did you order? Did you ask that we save a a croissant sandwich for you? We we didn't. Oh, that's a mistake. Okay, my question is. Where my baby? My question is, (laughs) did they pay the lost fine child fee? Before the child was lost. We'll see. Here it is. This had, I don't think they paid the spirit. We watch your child fee. See? I don't see? know. Maybe they didn't pay. Did it. they pay for attention or extra attention? Because it's a big fucking chasm between attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big difference. It's a difference between, it's 160 miles. It's, it's 160, 160 miles. miles attention and extra attention <laughs> if you want extra that's, that's 160 30, miles that's, that's that's $31 extra that's all that you know <laughs> here's the thing you gotta go in see when you checking in you got Florida you got Florida. you got Florida but you gotta go further and you gotta click that I care about the child tab. <laughs> did you kick, did you click? I actually care about this child. <laughs> okay, because that wasn't clicked. Okay, because otherwise they just they just assume traffic. Did you write Fort Myers on his forehead? Did you write Fort Myers on his forehead? <laughs> did he have a luggage tag? Okay, around his neck. Okay, you didn't care. The minute you said spirit, what I heard is we really don't care what happens to this child. But see, I'm gonna tell you something. This this gets back to and I hate to, to, to take the time here to talk about it but easy sway motherfucking children who don't have any information okay <laughs> okay now let's get down to who's really at fault which is the six year old <laughs> which is the six year old okay because I'm gonna tell you I'm not lying your mother would be pissed my mother would be mad at me she'd be like you didn't know when they said Fort Myers say you didn't know you Angela you couldn't stand up and say no my grandmama in Fort Myers she's not in Orlando we would be in trouble tell the motherfucking truth we would be in trouble we would have been in fucking trouble if I didn't stop that motherfucker (laughs) before he put me on the plane and said uh uh number one I can read and I can hear this ain't the right flight you what you're supposed to do is stop that adult and say you are making a mistake and I'm gonna tell you something that is how we were raised no, it's exactly how we were raised. And I and I can remember times when something not like this, when things would go down and I would say to the adult in question, I'd go, look, I'm the kid. You're going to do what you're going to do. But be clear, you are going to be in trouble, not me, because I am telling you, my mama said. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> okay. You know what? Mine was never that. I would never talk to an adult like that. I'd say, this is what you're going to do. Okay, when you said that, it's not like you're going to be like, oh, no, sir, I wouldn't. Yes, sir. uh -uh. But no, you're saying no the other way. The other way. Because this is the thing. If I don't meet that person to person, Mm -hmm. I got no sway. If they think they can tell another story to the adult. Well, that's the thing. We both know to have receipts. Okay. 
to I'll be like, you need to record this into my phone. Cause a child has a phone. Mm-hmm. See, that's the other part I don't understand. Child had a phone, right? So child was able to call grandma. What you should you should call when they were trying to put you on that wrong plane. On the like wrong they trying pl- to put me on the wrong that's plane. Exactly. They trying to put me on the wrong plane. Exactly. 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 I'm telling you, our mothers would not have forgiven. This is the thing. We were frightened into acting right on every level and making sure that no one had to come along an adult behind us. We were taught to be the adults. Just like many, many of our Latino or or immigrant friends were like, I had to at six sit there and fill out information for my parents. We were adultivized in those ways too. They now call that trauma. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> but I'm rewriting the story. No, no, into it's acceptance. all. Hey, I'm into the the controlling the narrative as a way to help to deal with your mental health. I'm into that. Write the story the way that works the best for your for your emotions. Thank you. You girl. know what I'm saying? Thank you, girl. But they do call it trauma now, not <laughs> raising a child. <laughs> Just to be clear, because, but this is the thing. I remember as a child, I used to have to fly a lot alone to go mm-hmm. see my grandparents and my father. And so I remember once somebody wanted to trade seats with me and it was an adult man. And he was like, can we trade seats? I'd rather sit here. And I was like, I can't do that. And he mm-hmm. was like, why not? And I was, I don't even think I was, I might've been like 10. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, uh, it's, it's like an aisle seat up there. I go, yeah, but if this plane crashes and I'm not, they can't find my body in the seat I was in, my mom's going to be really mad. <laughs> And he was like, the look on his face, I remember it stuck with me because I realized I, and I knew even at that tender age that I had revealed something <laughs> that I now know to be trauma, but I had <laughs> revealed it to this person and he didn't quite know what to do with it. Now he shouldn't have been asking a child shit, right? but like, I was like, no, you don't understand so, because for me, the idea of dying in a plane crash was not a problem. Right. The problem would be if my mother was mad because I wasn't, she couldn't, my body wasn't easily identifiable in the seat it's supposed to be in. And there it is. We both, we both have the same mother wounds. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> or, or maturation process. <laughs> Wound maturation process. The point is our bus wouldn't have been in Orlando. <laughs> That's right. You know what? So we guess. I would have been still where we started or in Fort Myers, but I wasn't going to be in Orlando. That's I right. I can tell you to fuck that. That's right. Because you know what? Let me tell you something. What we have in black families, long ass memories, personal accountability. I'm, I'm telling you, you going to be Orlando for the rest of your motherfucking natural oh born life. Okay. This is a total side moment, but I think everybody will appreciate it. If anybody, if you watched, I was home for the holidays and my mama, God bless her soul, as she gets older, watches the worst TV ever. And so she watches a lot of game shows. First of all, there are a ton of really low money game shows out here. I don't know. Oh, tons. Said, like, tons, tons of these game shows where they are literally talking about change. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. like yes. $17.60. Like $17.60. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, this is so wrong. So RuPaul has a game show, Lingo, which is basically the Wordle. Gotcha. 
it's just wordle with people but they don't seem to tell people the rules so that like they're uh, the dumb people really it is hilarious because they don't understand when they've gotten something right or wrong and so they just keep guessing things that don't make sense that are too long or they're misspelling the word or they do, you know it's just and it's very you're like oh my god well there's this um this couple this uh uh two uh cute but little chubby little they looked alike little uh gay man black man from the south and one of them had a name like very biblical sounding kind of like enoch or something like that and the other one was Mm -hmm. like cornell and so Mm -hmm. and they were very they were very they had little accents you could tell they were very Mm -hmm. good country boys right so rupaul Mm -hmm. (laughs) one point when he calls on them he goes enoch and cornbread (laughs) (laughs) no he did not (laughs) <laughs> he called him cornbread girl. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is brilliant. That's, that's, a, that's somebody after my own heart. <gasps> it's so me. I was like, oh my god, I don't care if the next time we see RuPaul is 20 years from now, we have to bring it up because it was so perfect. And they were so flu- they didn't know what to do with it because like they knew that that was significant shade, but they also didn't. Yes. He just went on, so they were like, and it's kind of it has to be a fast paced show because nothing's happening and right. it's really boring <laughs> so they have to move through things really quickly <laughs> so you don't notice that it's really stupid <laughs> and that people are walking away with like two thousand dollars maybe yep. like, it's like so it's like but girl i was like no he didn't call him cornbread yes, i don't know why that did. just occurred to me but i thought you'd love to know it Next up, this is from Tad H. Man caught trying to smuggle two otters and a prairie dog in his trousers. First of all, can we all just talk about the story of the squirrel and the nuts putting his hand in the jar? Okay, tell me that. Tell me that little story again, Francis. How's that? Okay, so. So, you know, there was a, a, a jar full of nuts, right? That sounds delicious. And the squirrel saw it. It was delicious, right? And the squirrel stuck his <laughs> arm in the, in the jar and was going to say, okay, he got one try, right, to get these nuts. He's going to try to take all the nuts he can. And as he's grabbing and grabbing all the nuts he can, of course, he can't get his hand out of the jar, because mm, he's holding on to too many nuts. He, he's holding on to too many nuts, right? Mm. And he refuses. His mind refuses to acknowledge that if he would just let go of some of the nuts, mm-hmm. he would be able to get his hand out the jaw. So when this man was trying to hold on to two otters and a prairie dog. I'm going to tell you what his problem was was a prairie dog, okay? Okay. <laughs> could have worked the two two otters could have worked that's why i told that story it was one prairie dog too many a tourist tried to struggle two otters and a dog out of thailand behind them in his trousers the the 22 year old here's my thing about 22 year olds and i have to say this is that we have to acknowledge that these people are not done cooking and we have an expectation that at 22 people are done. They're not co- done cooking. Well, this is my thing, though. If you're this person, are you ever, is there an oven hot enough? Are you ever <laughs> going to be fully baked? If you if you at 22 are trying to smuggle otters and prairie dogs <laughs> okay. in, your, in your panties. 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 And I just... In your panties. And they're so. not drugged or anything. I, don't, <laughs> these things 
first of all, they got claws. I don't I mean, just this seems like a bad idea without even the smuggling. Like you shouldn't be putting otters and prairie dogs in your panties, period. Okay. Let, and let's talk okay. about the interspecieism that's going on inside of well, your pants. Okay. There's three species. There's three species. And how about some res- respect for your genitalia? This is not. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Not fully, not fully cooked. Not, but I mean, not cooked. This is. I not don't cooked. even know what kind of UTI you <laughs> could get in this situation. Like, okay, okay, real talk, real talk. We got COVID. Okay, I don't know what you're trying to make, what chemistry experiment in your panties you're trying to make with an otter, two otters, a fairy dog, and your nuts. Okay, but we don't want it. We don't want it. We just There's don't no want lesson it. here. There's nothing we, we need that it. can come out of this situation. <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. They got claws, Francis. I know. <laughs> they got claws. Okay. Security su- suspicions were aroused by what appeared to be a large. <laughs> Bulge protruding below the man's waistband. That is not a foo. Is what is that? Is a fupa? Is it a? Is it a dick? Is it nuts? Is that an elephant type? I don't what know. But is it, that? I hear. I. It seems to be making a sound. I hear. I'm hearing like, are they just laying there asleep? Like, are they tied up? Like, I don't... Okay, what you don't understand is that his nuts have <laughs> a quality that makes animals sleep, okay? It's not a good thing. <laughs> like human animals, too? Because that... It gentles the animals. <laughs> yeah, all, all, all women. Because severely impact his sex life. Yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why he's a Oh, he shouldn't have a sex life. No, but let me let me say nobody should be fucking this. <laughs> no, let me tell you okay. something. If you nobody. know what he kept in his panties, you wouldn't want this dick. Cause I, so I tell you, when you go to your guy and they're like, your pussy got rabies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? You got fleas, ticks. <laughs> like, what? You got worm. You got worm. First, what's that shit to get off? I mean, <laughs> that uh, medicine, parvo bi- virus, kennel cough. Your pussy got kennel cough. <laughs> like that's not okay. <laughs> oh my god! I, oh, my head hasn't hurt, and my eyes haven't watered in a long time like this. These two stories oh God. Oh make God. it very hard for me to fly. I just, <laughs> I am concerned. We as a people, as a species, we need to think about some form of transportation where all of these people can go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because also, I don't need them in my travel experience. Also, I think, I think we have to really think about what is money and what it has become to us. Because if you're willing to put two otters and a prairie dog in your panties <laughs> for a ride, I have to ask, what's on the other side of that for you? 
What's the payoff? Right. So, because for me, this is an equation. <laughs> and the equation, and for me, it's a very big equation. All right? Oh, see, this is the thing. I think it, I think that information might make us shut down. <laughs> I think if we find out that this was just a favor or <laughs> right, like I gotta know, no I have to know that, all. that this is your mother needs a surgery. <laughs> like that's the story in my head. <laughs> surgery that costs two otters and a prairie dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't know how every economy functions. Let me be clear. But it it your mama it needs a heart surgery. How much is I going to run? It's like two waters and a prairie dog. Damn. Well, I got panties. Let's get mama this operation. If that makes sense. I'm upset. Just upset because I don't know what to say to people anymore. And this is what's really fucked up. These animals are endangered. They're already endangered. You gonna put them up in your panties? I am not okay from the Otter Prairie Dog economy. Okay, <laughs> not okay. Listen, listen. I don't know what you wanted. You didn't get it. Sir. I know you didn't get it. And I know the prairie dogs and otters didn't get what they wanted. They didn't get what they wanted. But you know what? I do appreciate. What I do appreciate in this world is that we care about all beings. And we, because there was a time, because people are doing this because it used to work. Which is really upsetting. <laughs> okay. Because this is not smuggling okay remember when you watch like hogan's heroes mm -hmm. and they i thought they smuggling was weak really weak yeah and especially and let's all admit it on star wars the millennium falcon all it is 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 a cubby yes you lift up a floorboard and they're like it's the smug here you are flying a fucking spaceship able to like fold spaceship but you still just kind of hide things the way that we got you know like it's None of it was very good. Smuggling has really not gone. Can I ask about where the technology, the advancements are for smuggling? Because it feels like th this industry is not challenging itself to update. Angela, <laughs> like, you know what? When you decided to write such a cutting edge on the leading edge version of, you know, the criminal mind. Well, I think smuggle smarter was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. It's not even just ahead of its time. It created a time of, in and of itself. You're right. And I'm going to tell you something, Francis. I didn't think that the changes I was talking about were that revolutionary, but people still fight it. <laughs> I mean, chapter seven, Beyond the Panty, I thought <laughs> I made some so, really... We forgot to get off the story. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Next up. And this is just an update from Donnie J. Woman who got boyfriend's name tattooed on face admits it was a hoax. We said it at the time. I just really don't understand why. Okay. H help me with the logic just a little bit here, Francis, because you know I can be a Vulcan. Mm hmm. 
So what she says is, I fooled the internet, but she doesn't want to completely say that. So what she says is, I fooled the internet, but also I did it as a, a educational moment for people so they would know to not do this. I was like, you fooled us into believing you were a fucking idiot. Yeah. And that we shouldn't watch you. Right. That you're a liar. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I don't, I just don't understand it. <laughs> like, right. Well, I guess if you don't care what people say about you, you just want them to say things about you. Right. Then, then, then there's that. But it does seem like she cares because she doesn't want to insult the audience. So she's trying to act like there's some other purpose here. Well, but believe me, but we didn't, we weren't all about to get a face tattoo and then you talked us out of it. Right. We all just thought you were fucking stupid. Right, right, right. And then she had to go back to, see, this is the reason why it's, this is such an interesting era for me as a performer. Because my whole life as a performer, what we were told to do was, okay, you get hired for roles. You embody that character. You do that job. You do, you, re, you fulfill the request that's required of you. Then you go home and you live your life. These people, influencers, their lives are the performances. Yeah. So. They start performing their life rather than living it. That's right. Yeah. And then when they do something, when the, when the idea gets out ahead of them, as a lot of ideas do for a lot of people. But for us as creatives, that's why we know how to write. That's mm -hmm. how, because we can write down our ideas and go, that one doesn't have many legs. That makes sense. Da -da 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 -da. We learn discernment. These people didn't learn discernment over their ideas. Or even thinking about the, what is the, remember every, we both have taught improv. You taught a lot longer than I have before I did and all that, but every class I've ever taught where they've had to come up with a show, you know, a recital basically mm -hmm. at the end of their, their term, every class, pretty much everyone has come up with the people who improvise badly scene. Mm -hmm. And it's, and, and everybody thinks it seems it's just a developmental thing. Absolutely. You know, like we all, we all, when we learn how to drive, put our leg up on the, on the, the, you know, whatever dashboard for, for a minute. Like there's just sort of things you go through. Right. So everybody, and I, you know, you patiently, and at least as a teacher, I was like, okay, I let people do that. But then I always tell them, be careful because doing something bad or poorly on purpose, it, I have to question the logic. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you tell them, no, how many times you tell people there's an improv game called party quirks where you, the people are supposed to come on stage and they don't know what's wrong with them. It's like a guessing game and the audience knows the answer, but the people in the, the stage are having to guess it. People will, if they start getting laughs, especially they get grieved for those laughs. And so they pretend like they don't know when they think they know, but then as it turns out, they decide, okay, it's enough. I'm going to guess now. And then you see it happen. The person says the guests, I'm an apple. And the audience doesn't respond. That's not the right thing. And then you see the panic in their eyes. Because what they realize is, oh, I don't know what the thing is. And now yeah. I'm 10 minutes into this choice. And I, have, I haven't been paying attention at all to any clues. I've been milking. I've been milking it. 
So I look at this person and I see... I've been milking instead of making. Yeah, I see these this mistake here. Is making your... The joke that what you convinced a whole bunch of people of was that you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Is that a good thing to convince people of? <laughs> right, right. And that you're not worth watching because you make really bad choices. Well, that is it. And that is why she's ba- admits it's a, a hoax. This is, you know... Uh, what was her name? Black Carrie Washington's show. What was Scandal. It? Scandal. Uh, her her character's name was Olivia Pope. Olivia Pope. That's a, everybody is now trying to do their own personal Olivia Pope. Did you, know you see what the I British mean? one with um, Anna Paquin? Is that her name? I think. No, yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah, they did. A, I think they did at least one season, but maybe two. I'm not uh, sure if it's coming back or not. It was actually. It was. Is she dressed nice and is she having a lot of sex and drinking a yes. lot of wine? Yes. Yes. But she's a much more problematic character. Gotcha. She has addiction issues. So, gotcha. so she isn't glamorous and you know, she's right. actually kind of a jerk too because of it. But, um, but one of the characters, it's a breakout role for one of the people in the show, I feel like. But I forget what it's called. It's something like in that same area, like hype or whatever. And that black woman who's really great, who's in, um, who was in Hotel Rwanda, the wife. Uh-huh. She's yeah. in it. She's like yes. the big boss and she's a great character in it. Well, but you know what I get? I, I bet, I bet she doesn't have? Hmm. Kevin tattooed on her face. Yeah, it's, this is the thing. I'm like, okay, so now what I know is you're really stupid. Like, I didn't, <laughs> like, it just didn't, didn't help. We'll be right back after these messages. Are you going through menopause or perimenopause? Mm. Let me tell you the struggle to find comfort in my body. Sometimes it, you know, I'm telling you, if you know what I'm talking about, and I know you do, then you have to try hormone harmony. Yes, you do. The struggle is real. And Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon, y'all, for real. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Wow. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life, okay? So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm, Any woman with symptoms with hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like... Okay, can I just say hot flashes and night sweats? They are wrong. They're just wrong and evil. Yes, they are. And racing thoughts and and low moods. Let me tell you something. My mind is like a chattering monkey all night long. Feeling tired all the time. Poor sleep. Yes. And no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Okay. okay? I know you do. (laughs) Okay. So hormone harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code FRANGELA at checkout. Mm-hmm. That's happymammoth.com and use the code FRANGELA for 15% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? 
actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs. And we all want that, right? Mm-hmm. It's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet, including several superfoods that are vital to your dog's health. Badlands Ranch also sponsors the Jason D. Heigl Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and experiencing amazing health benefits. That's right. My dogs love it. My little picky, picky dog, my boss dog, Twombly, is finally eating. And I've tried everything. I mean, I've tried prosciutto people. <laughs> so go to badlandsranch.com slash Frangela and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to Badlands. That's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash Frangela today. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz, which is actually kind of fun, and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. You guys understand what our lives look like. We are on tour. We are on television. We are hosting events. We can't be seen in the same top dress all the time. An armoire makes our lives easy. We're able to show up looking amazing. And let me tell you something. We are hardworking women and over 45. So, you know, we got to, you know, look good, okay? That's what I'm saying. I mean, we all know the feeling, right? You open your closet. It is full, but you quite literally have nothing to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, which is like an extinction level event for me. You will be the best dressed person in the room without ever having to brave a fitting room with fluorescent lights. And we all know how we feel about those. Oh, did we mention that Armoire is also woman-founded and woman-led, okay? Mm. Like us, okay? They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So we know we're wearing brands that are aligned with our values. We love that we can support a business that is built by women like us. And if you are ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you must try Armoire. We promise you will never, ever be without the perfect outfit for any occasion Ever again. That's right. And right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just Woo! visit armoire.style slash frangela. That is armoire.style. Again, that's A R M O I R E dot style slash frangela to get up to 50% off your first month and never ever worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today.
Welcome back. Next up, this is from Donnie J. Robot mistakes man for peppers and kills him. I thought that AI was going to be different. This is a very confusing headline to me. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, robot mistakes man for a box of peppers kills him. Were the peppers worth killing? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So are you asking the question that basically somebody was going to die? It was going to be either him or the peppers? Yeah, that's what it seems like. It's like, I'm like, why they act like, oh, had it only been identified correctly? Right. The death would, I mean, I just, okay. So this is uh, in Korea, South Korea, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yes. A man in his forties was crushed to death. Ouch. By a robot at a produce sorting facility in South Korea after the machine apparently mistook him for a box of vegetables. I'd like to throw a flag out on the use of the word mistook. <laughs> which is way too um, cleansed of a word. It's well, this is the thing where I have to ask when I, when I saw this story. is We're saying that... First of all, the robot is a motherfucking killer. Okay? It's a murderer. Thank you. Why is it, Why would it be holding peppers that hard? Okay. <laughs> like, Say that again, please. Why would it be holding peppers that hard? Why yes. would the Why would it... Why are you using crush force on peppers which aren't as sturdy as a head? Well, also, my question is... Okay, sensors, right? Because that's what we're talking about. Sensors that interpret whatever they interpret can't interpret the difference between a box of peppers and a human. Those aren't working. Okay. That's not. That's not. That's Shelly, not. did you check out the sensors? I told you to wipe them down before we started. Did you, yeah, did you not wipe them down? Okay. Now, now. Before you will let me go into my own bank account, I had to pick out four bridges out of some photos. But this situation. (laughs) Motherfucking you. Thank you, Angela. Because they are going to make sure that you identify yourself that before you can get to anything. Your own information. Your own any motherfucking information. They make sure that they. Why is it? on the work site whatever this is why can't it make a decision because let me tell you something what we have on our streets right now mm-hmm. we've got drones that's right that go up and down the streets shit. and delivering mm-hmm. shit you know what they do that's all they do is sense I don't care if you three blocks down if it sees you three blocks down that motherfucker will stop Three. <laughs> okay, this is what I found very upsetting about this because apparently the, this man was a technician who was in fact at that moment trying to diagnose a problem with the robot's sensor package ahead of a planned test run of the equipment. So this is all before we test if it's working. I can tell you right now we don't need to do that test. <laughs> we can skip the test. It's not working. Well, or this is where we start writing our deep gothic AI takeover story. Who did this programming? Well, exactly. Well, because to me, you know, so the person 
who is testing, about to test to see and be able to acknowledge whether you're working or not, you kill. <laughs> oh, you see that, the malevolence in it. The that's what I'm saying. Mm. They end up dead while they're checking out your package. You know what? That actually makes me feel better in a weird way. I would rather that this be an intentional act from the AI community. <laughs> That's my story and I'm sticking it to it. Well, I like that better than the alternative, which is somehow you pissed poor program this bitch to not be able to tell the difference between a box and a person. Right. <laughs> because let well, me you know tell what? you, this is the what thing. could they possibly have in common besides maybe both being brown? <laughs> Exactly. Maybe. Well, first of all, with AI, can we talk about how it's incredibly racist? That there are so many bathrooms that I walk in, I can't get the water to start. I can't get no, I can't, I can't get soaped. You know why? I mean, I'll be sitting there putting my hand under it, under it, under it, and I'm like, and because I see other dark. people do it, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's made oh, wow. for white people. That is one of the written in biases of that technology is that it won't censor your fucking dark skin. That is not that dark. That's so fucked up. What I really don't understand is they also go on in this article to complain, basically just talk about how the reason they're using the robots is because they don't have enough people to work there. Well, not if you crush their faces when they try to do their job. No, nobody wants that job. Like, but literally this, what, that's what happened. This, this robot was being checked for sensors and it grabbed his head and crushed him. Yes. It crushed the man. What? Here's the thing. It would have crushed the peppers too. Right. But that peppers. Well, see, here's the thing. Didn't didn't have sentience. <laughs> here's the thing. It had been crushing the peppers, so that's why they sent him in to fix it. And guess what? Yeah, it wasn't fixed. Can I just say, when I when the garbage disposal doesn't work, mm. what I don't do is turn it on and stick Ooh, my hand down it. Girl, okay. Let me. Can we talk about you? Can't unplug the, power, the motherfucker. Cut the water. <laughs> Thank you. It's like unplug the motherfucker. Unplug the bitch. What was that robot's name? And they just called him robot, didn't they? On um, you know, the family lost in space. Oh right. Uh yeah, the Not robot. Not the Carusos. Yeah, the Robinsons lost the in Robinsons. space. Their robot, like that's what I see. Danger, Will Robinson. What I see is that robot picking up Will by his face and scratch smashing it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, let me tell you something. You're going to have a hard time getting people to work at this plant. Well, also, the reality is, is that in our rush to replace humans, because what I can tell you about a human person who picks up a box of peppers, that what they weren't going to do, they were never going to crush your technician's head. <laughs> Not from picking up a box. I that mean... was never fucking going to happen. But the thing is, is that, you know, we want these conveniences. We want that space. But the reality is, is that this shit has to work or people literally die. Yeah, we may not be ready. We may not. Let me tell you something. When we have people and I don't, I don't, I don't mean to, you know, slough off fucking dry. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when the person 
the, the person who better be fixing that shit better be from, from motherfucking MIT because if you ain't what it seems like the shit will fuck you up this is do you watch for all mankind no i you know what i could never get into it after the first okay. episode you know i just want to really you. like it and i'm uh I'm, this season i'm, I'm watching um uh, they just got like regular people up on mars mm-hmm. like non-astronauts mm-hmm. people who can, can who can fix hvacs because you know what I mean? like because this, right. this is literally they need people who can do, do that. that kind of stuff yeah right Plumbing. um yeah and so our sort of joke about the janitorial staff on a spaceship mm-hmm. is like that element like they've been on strike mm-hmm. in Mar- on mars they've been you know what I mean? like and it's 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 just fascinating to me to see how at the end of this all the thing we have to admit is that that human beings are have to stay in this equation. Yes. And, and and they also need to not be crushed to death while they're in it. We've got to we've got to take care of that friction. We got to take care of that friction. Well, there it is. <laughs> because here's the thing, are we being crushed to death on the inside and the out? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's too much poetry. That's too much poetry. That's beautiful. That's my problem with the again, this equation which is you 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 rely on the robot but you send the human in to fix him and the human can't fix him and the and the robot kills the human i mean that that's every dystopian story i could write a dystopian dystopian story off of that 10 times over i can write 10 different stories about that or you could get a job at that that place and live it <laughs> this is i'm just please Maybe there wasn't anything wrong with people moving pallets. Okay. Well, and and there it is, you know. And again, I'm not afraid of of technology. I just want us to be aware and able to use it. Unplug the shit, you know. If it's not working. Oh, God. Next up, this is from Louise P. Dude, where's my getaway car? Suspects find automobiles stolen during armed robbery, police say. Sometimes karma is a little too on time. Okay. You are in the middle of an armed robbery, okay? They're at a check cashing service in the middle day robbery. They run outside. Somebody has stolen their getaway car. Has robbed them. Angela, what kind of world? What kind of world is it when the mm. robbers are being motherfucking robbed? It's, I mean, you can't count on nothing. But I'm going to say this. This is an abuse of the whole concept of getaway car because the way that the getaway car is supposed to work is you leave a mofo in the car. That's right. There's supposed to be a driver whose only job is driving. In, you, this is my problem, Francis. If you not go read the Mindful Thief, then don't don't thief. Listen, in your in your in your chapter, uh, 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 securance is assurance. Thank you. <laughs> you detail. You detail. go into deep, deep, deep detail. I do. About how you have to have a mother. It, you know what? And it, the subtitle is even called Have a Motherfucker Waiting. 
it's, I mean, everybody's got a job, right? And we need to delegate better in general when we're thieving. But seriously, especially in armed robbery situations, which are by their very nature, um, they're full of time issues. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of deadlines. Yes. Okay. <laughs> inside, a lot of deliverables inside of the armed robbery. Yes. Okay. Yes. You got to meet a lot of deadlines. And for the getaway to work, <laughs> you do need a vehicle. Huzzah to them for it not being a bike or a boat or a wheelchair in a sandbox. Mm-hmm. Like, a huzzah. But you need a drive. Because if you have to get in, turn on the car, all these things take what we call time. <laughs> What you want to be able to do is jump in and be moving. You know, it's so interesting really quickly. I love this show. And a lot of people, you may, you might like it called Chopped on um, Food Network. And when those shows first started, like those cooking competitions, in the first early days, people would move very slowly or move at their own pace. Mm-hmm. But what everybody, it's like how people learned how to play Survivor, right? Yes. What everybody learned, one note that everybody picked up was pick up and move your ass. Because even the seconds from walking from your station to the refrigerator, making, opening it up, making mm-hmm. decisions, pulling things out the pantry... The faster you do that, the faster that you're able to utilize your night, get back to your station, break down whatever foods you are, do your mise en place, get your other things, have your other things going and get, you know, and manage all of those things. The faster that you are able to just even moving back and forth between your station and the fry station. All of those things take time, which that if you move slowly, just by moving slowly, that ain't even cooking. See, which is the thing you're actually getting judged on. That's right. That ain't even cooking. You you picking up shit ain't even cooking. Remember Alive, which is the show, if you're not familiar with that we both watched and got into where people, it's wilderness, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and it's these people who are survivalists who actually, they're not new to it. They're not whatever. They, they have some level of, of skill and they get dropped off remotely someplace alone and they got to survive for a really long time, like 90 or more days at this point. So for like a million dollars or something. Well, I watched this season and I don't think it's the most recent season, but like you, it's the same thing. Like what you've noticed is people started realizing, okay, gain weight before you go because part of this is a starvation game. Yes. But then they, I saw some guy in whatever season this was do something nobody else has done, which is he never made a fire. He -hmm. didn't make a fire till his last week. Yeah. And it's winter now. They go to this like British Columbia and and it gets cold. It's really not even British. It's really far out. Um, and, um, yeah, he didn't even ex- ex- expend the energy of of trying to keep it. That's what he did. What he did is he gained a bunch of weight and he never started, a, he didn't start a fire until the, the last week. He basically fasted. Mm-hmm. He ate what he could when he first got there, but then he stopped doing any foraging or any of that. He just laid in his hut. Yep. And the problem with that is, of course, it's not very good TV. So you don't see a lot of him, but he ends up winning. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't spend any energy and he outstarves everybody else. Yes. And the, as is per usual at that show, most of the people at the end got eliminated for medical reasons. Yes. Well, you know, like they didn't quit. My favorite thing. Okay, y'all, we are way off topic, but my it will be, I will go back to otters because we talked about otters at the top. 
when people were catching and killing and eating otters <laughs> and trying to, because I think that that's that episode, that, that season two. Mm -hmm. um, and people are trying to, you know, dry out the meat and live off of it. It's like, bitch, you are not a trapper. You are not a, 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 a butcher. You are not, you don't know how to, you don't know any of these things. And then when you would watch people start ingesting things that they have no idea, they don't have, they have no yeah, idea about the state. Not boiling their water. Not, not boiling their water. Not, not, you know, that otter meat had been out there for weeks. And when people got sick and that you're right, the, they took, they sabotaged themselves with illness. Yeah. Over and over again. Not a bear, not a lion. No. No, they just drink, they just drink their own demise. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. But this is the thing. You don't have to learn these lessons in prison. No, you do not. Just, just, I'm just saying, basically the cops were like, we don't even know how to find this car because we can't get a good description because they probably stole the car. So the robber stole a car, which is again, part of one of the things that you would suggest you do. Don't use your own car mm -hmm. with your own license plate because mm -hmm. they can track that. Steal a car but then you have to make sure that that car doesn't get stolen while you in <laughs> in process. Well what you're talking about is another double layer of responsibility and this is the thing. You can feel free and you, you can have you might have these, these, these feelings that of wild grandeur and freedom when you are in the midst of your armed robbery but what right. you have to remember is too that you still are within a disciplined action and yes. that is yes. where people honestly they mess, this is they where mess it, it up yeah. you're not done with the robbing they want to color done. outside the lines and let me tell you something no 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 this is not the place this is not the time this is not the time. It's not. It's not, it's not the not time. The Let's review. Let's review. Okay. First of all, we have the unaccompanied six-year-old put on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> then we have the man caught trying to smuggle two otters and a prairie dog in his trousers. Yes. And then we have the woman who got boyfriend's name tattooed on face, admits it was a hoax. Then we have a robot mistake mistook man for a box of peppers killing him unfortunately and then lastly we had dude where's my getaway car suspects find automobile stolen during armed robbery who do you think is our biggest biggest idiot well it this is hard this is a hard this one. is hard this is hard but i i am tempted to go for unaccompanied six-year-old me too Anybody who puts a child on spirit alone, you're a fucking idiot. You know what, Angela? There was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country where we didn't roll the dice with children, okay? No. We can go, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what let's happens. Let's just see. Let's see how this, this decision turns out. Get Junior. No, we didn't. That wasn't considered responsible parenting. It was not. It was not. For instance, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time when you put one leg, then another leg in your panties, and that was it. Panties were done. <laughs> panties were done. You could check that off your list of things to do. There was nothing else to go in the panties. You're absolutely right. I'm Francis Callier. 
I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. <laughs>